All right, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Empowered Practice podcast with Tony and I. We took a little hiatus, a month off, a cycle off, and we are so excited to be joining you again in circle, in community, in collective celebration, in collective listening, and hoping that this allows you to really drop in and feel really seen and heard and gives you the the backing and the strength to feel resourced and to feel fully expressed. So as always, we will take the sacred time at the beginning to ground and center with Tony. All right, go ahead and close the eyes if you can. And just take a few breaths. Just natural breaths. And go ahead and relax the shoulders a bit. Let them drop a bit. Maybe even stretch the neck a bit, swinging them from shoulder to shoulder. And take a big inhale through the nose and exhale out of the mouth. And continue in that flow, big inhale through the nose. And exhaling out of the mouth. And on that exhale, it's okay to make some noise. It's okay to take up space. And allow gravity to set in with that exhale. Relax the muscles within the core, within the hips, within the genitals. Big inhale. Big exhale. (sighs) And on that next inhale, draw in all of the positivity and love and light and all the good things that you can imagine within your environment. Call it into you. And as you exhale, (sighs) release all stagnation. Any emotions of negativity, any fear, anything that's just not serving you anymore. We give it back to the universe to transmute and we take in fresh new energy on that inhale. Bring your awareness now to the very center of the forehead. And I want you to see a white light there and make that light bright, make it very bright. And as you inhale, call in positivity into the third eye, to the center of the forehead, calling in more light. See if you can make that light even brighter. And as you exhale, releasing all blockages around the third eye. And in the very center of the third eye, in that beautiful white light you have there, I want you to put there an intention for yourself under this full moon. 
What would you like the moon to illuminate for you? What would you like to be charged up? Maybe it is a goal. Maybe it is a relationship. Maybe it is a job or maybe it is just a feeling that you want to embody. See it there in the very center of the forehead and allow your heart to connect with that. Just feel how good it feels to see your intention alive here in the third eye. And as you breathe, allow the belief to set into the cells of your body that if I can see it in my third eye, I can see it in my reality. That there is a place where this is already happening and, and I can get to that timeline, that frequency. Take a few more deep breaths and I ask you just to open up to possibilities today. You can set another internal intention and then gently bring yourself back. <sighs> So much good to be celebrated. Feels so good, so good. And it's it's so cool when uh, you get to see the laws of the universe um, happen. Yeah. You know, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty it is. cool. And um, yeah. really whatever you can see in your mind's eye, you can bring into the physical um, mm. and surrendering to that belief. You know, uh, the last, the cancer new moon, I remember my intention was for me to believe that good things can happen. Yes. Like I didn't have to question it and I could believe that it will be good. And um, I've noticed with me, with my intentions, it takes about 60 days. Mm. If I look back, and because I try to keep up when I write them out, uh, yeah. if I look back, I've noticed like, mm. yeah, but <laughs> I, yeah, it takes about 60 days. Yeah. And uh, you'll really see it in your life. It just, you know, takes uh, I'm about to say passion, but it does take passion. But patience, yeah. both, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. And in uh, in sitting back and trusting that the work is working. Yes. Yeah, that part. Oh, that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. That part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the work is working. Um. So, mm-hmm. how? What did you learn about yourself in a little break that we took? I think it'd be awesome, you know, first to share that with everyone. Yes. Um, It was a powerful break for me. Um, And it's, um, I don't know how long I've had the intention, at least two years, but I will also say that I wasn't fully willing to step in. So it took longer, Um, but I have known for quite a while, at least a couple of years that I wanted to be working in the realm of human rights. Um, 
I didn't know what that would look like or what position that would take. Um, and it's interesting because this is a full moon. So six months ago was March and, um, it was really at that time that I realized, oh, my current level of training and experience really isn't allowing me to step into the positions that I want to be in. And it isn't allowing me to work with the organizations I want to work with at the level that I want to work with. Um, so that just became very clear. So, um, for the first three months of the year, I was just looking at like job, 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 get a job. And then um, that transitioned in March to, I guess I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was accepted into the program that I just started this month in April. Um, so I am currently in an MSW program that is centered in human rights and social justice. And I am loving it. It's like home for me. The people that I get to yeah. talk with, the projects that I get to be a part of, um, the information that I get to read and participate in is just like, yeah, it's so in alignment for me. It's so like every day I'm so inspired and so honored to be getting to show up to do this work. Um, yeah, it just feels incredible. But the reason why I, I think it took me quite a while to fully say yes to it and step into it is because um, it's going to cause confrontation and it's going yeah. to require me to speak in a way that is going to upset some people and upset the status quo and shake things up. And that is what I was afraid of. Um, and it already has. And I've had people close to me be like, you know, who even are you? I thought you were this like gentle, peaceful, quiet, kind person. And I was, you know, it's so interesting to hear that kind of feedback because I do feel like that is definitely a part of me. And I really try to ground everything I do in compassion um, and understanding but I think they're not used to me speaking with authority and strength and fire, right. um, which is something I've worked on for the past couple of years, if not longer. So it's just interesting how people, um, without even consciously realizing it, we put people into these little boxes of like how we perceive them and how we right. knew them for a time. And we expect them to stay in that because that's what's comfortable <laughs> for us to continue to rate, right. relate to them. And so when that shifts, it can be, it can be uncomfortable and it can be, um, yeah, it can be a challenge, uh, which I'm finding. Um, but I'm also in a place where I'm willing to step into that challenge, to have these challenging conversations, um, to explain where I'm coming from, to listen to where other people are coming from and ending a lot of conversations, not resolved, like, okay, like we're still in this and we're going to have to come back to this many, many times. And so, yeah, that's like the real part of it, you know, stepping into your power and your fullness is um, it's usually going to come at the cost sometimes of our comfort level because we're expanding, we're growing out of that. We're stepping into a wider periphery around us. So yeah, that's kind of the big, big lessons I've been learning. <laughs> yes, that's a huge lesson. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will say when I think of you, JD, do I do think of compassion. I do think of kindness. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if I ever felt gentleness. I yeah. thought you could. 
into. But think of my mind, you're like, no, she's like the warrior goddess. Yeah. Like here, here to to stand up and fight yes. for the ones who um who don't have the resources or the courage. I yes. think it's a natural ability for you. And I'm so grateful to witness this. Um and I'm just happy that you're feeling aligned, that you're yes. feeling happy you're feeling purposeful yes. um, and I definitely feel like you're on the right path like mm. very grateful yes I definitely noticed and I'm, I'm grateful for the change and shift in your posts and what you're putting on um your platforms um it's so powerful and it's it's it is kind you know it is kind it is kindness to point out where um, others have been left behind yeah. in, in circumstances and situations. Um, I love how you mentioned like, and within this realm, you know, of activism yeah. and, and bringing in change, you know, yes. is that there will be a lot of conversations that yeah. don't end with a resolution. Yes. And that's life. Mm-hmm. And that is life. And I don't think that's a common thing taught to a lot of us or that yes. we see that it's okay that you don't get a resolution and a conversation. Yes. You don't have to force someone to see where you're coming from. It doesn't take away from your work. Yes. It doesn't take away from your value. It doesn't take away from your energy and all the time you put into what you believe in because someone doesn't see it the same way it, that's not what it means and no. No, that that's powerful mm-hmm. that's that's how you start living life you know yeah that's yeah. how you start worrying about everyone else and you can live your life it really feels that way as painful as it has been in some situations it also feels incredibly freeing to not be living within the bounds of other people's expectations of me yeah. Ooh. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Thank mm. you for that reflection. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that was beautiful. Um, in my in this break that we had and yeah. kind of stepping back from things, um, I've been uh, deep within my internal family system. You mm. know my not just with the inner child but all the different parts of me the parts Mm -hmm. of me that show up to protect the parts of me that show up to numb out the parts of me that show up to avoid um but also the parts of me that show up to try to get the best out of situations and things like that Mm -hmm. and I went really 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 deep within this work super deep and I realized that a lot of parts of me were ready to just rest you know mm. like hey Tony we've been doing it and uh it's been great but I, I, I need a break <laughs> yes <laughs> like I need a break and um and then also realizing that some parts just weren't healthy never were healthy never were serving um and and to allow that part 
some time and space to to find a new a new job you know yeah and um it it has brought in a lot of mindfulness and patience um for myself and others um I feel like I've been able to take up more space oh my gosh yes I really have um in my personal interactions um because like I was how can I say that? I can't say what it is. Like, in my, how I was raised and what, you know, the norm within my family was to get things done through being passive aggressive. Yep. (laughs) And passive aggressiveness is really annoying when when you just want clarity. When you just, or when you're in a place where you, you're like, it's okay if this is how you feel. I will respect Mm -hmm. it. You know, uh, the passive aggressiveness just creates a lot of confusion. And so to step out of that and to not allow passive aggressiveness to be one of the main ways that I communicate and to trust myself that I can deal with someone rejecting me, rejecting a boundary, having conflict. Um, I can deal with even someone agreeing. You know, sometimes you are afraid that someone's going to be like, yes, I agree. (laughs) You know, um, yeah. So not to teeter with it or teeter totter. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's like this is what it is. How do you feel about this? Yeah. Um, so that 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 parts work, that internal family system work, really helps to give me more courage to mm. um, to just speak clearly, straightforward, um, and to be there, but to also hold space in a clear way. It's like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I see what's happening you know, this is what I think we could do or whatever is needed. Um, so that was a, a big shift for me in this time of stepping back a little bit. Oh, that is so incredible. I'm so glad you brought up internal family systems. I think we've talked about it a little bit before in previous episodes, but um, I guess if you, would you mind just giving like a brief overview for the listeners if they've never heard of that work? Oh, yeah. So the internal family systems work is um, based off of some psychiatrists, psychologists who noticed that um, a lot of people's turmoil came from what they experienced in the household growing up. And they noticed that they talked to themselves in similar ways as their abusers or whoever neglected them. And um, they realized that parts of their personality behaved in the same way as family parts. Um, and so the basis is, is that you have a internal system within the mind or psyche, emotional self, spirit self, whatever you like to call it, um, that works just like a family unit. Now, when you break it down a bit more is you have these parts of you that you have put away that you've exiled because it was either too painful to be in that place, or maybe you received rejection by being in this place. And so you create a protector in some type of way Mm -hmm. um, to make sure that exile doesn't experience that pain again. But this is what happens though. When we have the protector in place, um, maybe the protector defends in a way that 
is not serving you. Maybe the protector defends in a way that not only doesn't serve you, but is dangerous in some kind of way. Um, And so you work with understanding the parts of you that the face, the mask that comes Mm -hmm. out in certain situations. Um, And you also work with the parts that you exile, that you pushed away. Um, your softness, your vulnerability, um, your creativity, whatever it is, because you were rejected in some kind of way with it. Um, I personally feel like all parts of you are good because they thought Mm -hmm. they were just defending you and what's best for you. Um, So we show compassion to it. Um, But we got to move forward. You know, we move forward and we work with our true self and, and not be so fragmented hmm yeah oh thank you for that that was explained so beautifully <laughs> yeah it's really powerful work um one of the uh yoga teachers that has really inspired me over the past couple of years her name is Sarah Avant Stober I've probably mentioned her a few times <laughs> in our previous episodes she has two books um Way of the Happy Woman and the Book of She and they're both they delve into feminine spirituality and reclaiming the feminine. And that is how she teaches yoga. And speaking of like celebrations, um, I was accepted into her a women's yoga teacher training on scholarship. So I'm going to be starting Yay! that this month. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Hoping- Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's the work that I've been looking for and wanting to do for the past few years. And it's just like, I guess it just wasn't the right time. So I just kind of, again, surrendered and trusted that it will arise in the right way when the time is right. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) the time isn't right. I'm not in trust. When it came, I was like, I'm already in school. I'm working. I can't. And then I was like, just ask for what you need. And I did. And it flowed. So I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so excited to be able to share it. Um, I'm definitely planning to incorporate it into the project that Tony is working on that I get to participate in at the end of the year. So, so exciting. (laughs) But anyway, internal family systems is a big part of that. She's an internal family systems practitioner. And so she incorporates it into the work. And yeah, it's really powerful. Yes. It's a game change. Sure. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of the shamanic work of soul retrieval as mm. well. Very similar. Um, that's how you know a lot of this, all, all of the work that we encounter um is something that humans know at a DNA level. Yeah. It's just that it some of us just need it given to us in different formats, modalities, yes. mediums. I love seeing that. And um, it makes it exciting when you come across something that's similar, but not the same. Yeah. And so it kind of, it helps you heal different parts that you thought you had covered um, that uh, deserve more light, deserve more love. Um, Yeah. So that's what's awesome too. So I did, I incorporated some soul retrieval work with Mm -hmm. the parts work as well and it is it's I I feel like a a new person you know let me not say a new person I feel more like me yes I think that's a better way to I feel that 
I can really feel like it's like you had like a spiritual chiropractic adjustment. It's like, I don't know, like you're, even the way you carry yourself is different (laughs) and it's awesome. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I love that you bring that up because body work. Oh my goodness. Body work is so important. And, and in this process, I have been taking body work more seriously. I have been recommending that even more. I knew it was important, but I didn't realize how prioritized body work needs to be in the process of healing. And it's not just something we should just get to. Mm-hmm. It it really has to be up there. And I and I I've taken my body work more seriously with cupping and massage on a more regular basis and cupping, doing cupping on myself as well. And um, I believe that that has helped tremendously Mm -hmm. with this healing process to allow my joints and my muscles, my, my, the cells in my body to release the trauma as well. You know, um, it's, it's, it's so important. We can't forget the body in this process. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I um and I'm probably biased in that way, but like to me, an embodiment has been such a huge part of my um of finding truth with a capital T. And I guess I, I started out wanting to transcend the body, transcend the body. And I guess I really resonate with the idea that wanting to leave the body all the time is a trauma response. And um and actually, so for me, spirituality became much more powerful when I learned to be in the body fully um, and to embrace that as part of my mechanism, as part of my um, like energetic machinery in this lifetime, you know, and taking care of it was just as important as taking care of the other parts that are more subtle and invisible. So, yeah, thank you for saying that. It, um, even with, um, so Elvis, Elvis had to do virtual school for two weeks and it was emotionally very difficult for him. Um, and we dealt with, you know, some anxiety, some trouble with sleeping, some, some crying fits and things like that. And, um, initially I approached it in a more cerebral mind like talking through it way and then I'm looking at him I'm like this is not working (laughs) (laughs) and it and I thought about well what would little Tony need like what did I need more of and it was I just needed to hold my baby like I just needed to hold him hold his hand let him know like allow him to feel my body heat as he's Mm -hmm. trying to do virtual school things like that and we got through it so well once mm. I accommodated his body with the body needed to feel safe. And I'm and then it's like, whoa, I think all of us <laughs> need to bring more focus into <laughs> the body, into what is your mm-hmm. body need. If you need a hug, hug yourself. It's okay. Yes. If you need to put a cozy sweater on. If you need to dress a certain way to feel better, okay, say that warm bath, you need the warm food. Cuddle a pet, weighted blankets are incredible. Yeah. 
the the body is there too and it it wants to be a part of the healing process it does mm-hmm. um so to incorporate that more yes yeah. mm. 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 i love when you mentioned like um you were just talking about what you discovered in your time away mm-hmm. in uh, March from Pisces season. And here we are. And I'm like, well, I need to reflect on that because that feels like a million years ago. I, I know. don't know why. <laughs> like <laughs> lifetimes ago. And yeah. I think it kind of is on an energetic level. Like when we get past space time, like I feel like things are moving quicker because they need to <laughs> or want to. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it's a good reflection oh, I, for all of us because yeah, this yeah. six months maybe didn't feel like past year's six months. Oh, um, but, you know, ever since December of last mm-hmm. year, you know, things have just been moving so fast. Yes. So fast, so fast. Um, do you have any uh, ritual ceremony anything you'll be doing under the full moon Mm. just reflecting so I have been um, intentioning to be more present and get out of kind of out of structure a bit especially when it comes to my spiritual practices I'm finding the most um juiciness is the only word I can think of when I am in the moment and honoring what's present. So, I mean, that's my primary intention. So I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but I will set aside time and space to um, just be a listener to what's present and what wants to come through. I like that. I think this full moment, we'll be at the beach. Mm. This will be our last, you know, we usually go to the beach around this time of year to get our last little beach time in before yes. it gets too cool. Um, you know, Elvis is a Pisces, <laughs> so I'll we'll I will we'll spend time under the full moon yeah. um, together, and I really plan on getting some sleep. But I feel uh-huh. like my dreams are going to be really intense. I can feel it coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine already have been. <laughs> yeah, right. They've been wow. Yes, wow. Dude, like, <laughs> it's just incredible. Like whoa. Um, so I'm yeah. I'm preparing myself for that because I really feel like my dreams are gonna be very interesting, <laughs> and um, I will intentionally work with some dream journaling. Um. But I really plan on getting some rest, you know, very Pisces now that I think about it. (laughs) Yes, it is. And gosh, I mean, again, like when it comes down to just like simple and I would include it in the category of spiritual practice is rest is. Oh, yes really allowing time for assimilation and integration on all levels. We don't get taught that we get taught that rest is a waste of time that you could be doing something else but I really appreciate even in like the business and entrepreneurial world people are starting to realize that doing isn't always the best way like there are more efficient ways to get at 
higher creativity and meeting outcomes and stuff. And that is by incorporating regular periods of rest and leisure time. And they're not the same thing. Don't put them all in one bucket. Give yourself time for rest and also leisure time and incorporating them regularly. I, I was not in trust with that. I've been learning that way for probably five years and it's taken that long to just like trust it this much. And, um, (laughs) along with, for me, like, um, cycle thinking has been really powerful as well. Just knowing the time in my cycle where I feel most able to like zone in and get things done. And the time where I know I just need to like chill and rest and let my mind wander and watch Netflix and whatever. And, um, that has been really powerful. It's been a really healing experience actually to be in a master's program for the second time and to realize how differently I can do it and get the same grades with way less work and stress. It's so crazy. So yeah, it's, that's it's so beautiful though. Yes, it is. It's possible to accomplish your goals and, um, and take care of yourself and to honor yes. all the work you have porn into developing yourself, you know, um, productivity is something really ingrained in us, like having to be productive all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's something we all, you know, would continuously have to remember to be compassionate towards that and yeah. to try our best to bring healing energy to that tender spot. Um, but being uh, more in flow with rest, if anything, has helped my self-esteem the most. Mm. That, uh, oh my goodness. That, <laughs> that, that makes me want to cry. That's for so me. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. That is what helped me feel valuable to feel worthy, to not attach who I am so much to what I produce. It helps me so much in raising my son. It helps me so much in being supportive to my friends, my family. And of course, within my practice with my clients, Mm -hmm. like patience, compassion, and rest is good. Like rest is normal and sleep isn't always rest and rest isn't always sleep and understanding that it's okay because you know you run into it's like well I slept 10 hours but why do I still feel mentally exhausted Mm -hmm. and like the first step is like hey it's okay you know yes it's okay and, and then is. after that, it's like, I think your brain just needs a break. Yes. Or maybe your body needs a break. Maybe your hands. Absolutely. Maybe, if you write a lot for work, like maybe your hands are just like, whoa, give yeah. me a, a moment. Give me 24 hours, 48 hours. If you have to be on the computer all the time, maybe your eyes or your mind is like, hey, it's Sunday. We're not working. Can we not have screens? Like, just because you slept doesn't mean you've given yourself rest. And that's okay. Yes. It's a game changer when it comes to esteem, value, worth, you know. Embodiment. Um, Right. That's been the (laughs) hugest um, 
uh, I would say practice of embodiment for me has just been resting. It makes it so clear the way my body wants to move or not the way my body wants, like what it wants to eat or not. Like it just drops me so into that natural intelligence that's in each of us that we try to override all the time. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's so much smarter than we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like just surrender to it. Um, oh, I lost my, oh, and, but after like quality rest, oh, when you come back and you're ready, you're going to be on fire, yes. like you're on fire. And then you realize it's not about how much time I dedicate no. to this. It's the quality of the time I dedicate to it. That's yes. it. And it takes a while to see it happen a couple of times. Your brain needs evidence. But once yes. it noticed, like, oh, oh, we can rest. Oh, we don't have to stress out about it. Oh, I like this. Right. You know, your brain just uh-huh. kind of clicks. Like, yes. this is nice. Um, We're not going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to tell your nervous system, we're, we're not going to die. You're nervous. Like, yeah. well, are you sure? I don't yeah. know. I don't I know. I think death is on the way if we don't put yeah. the laundry up. It's like, not quite. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Card. <laughs> um, so I definitely feel the self-care deck for today mm. for us all um, it's always good to care for ourselves I do feel that the collective and us all can pour um, maybe something different into our self-care I think that's what I feel it's not so much the um, intensity or the quality of the self-care it's just you know, time to kind of care for self in a different way because hey we're multi-dimensional beings we change all the time um let's see oh I love this spend time with animals wow Um, okay everybody look out for the animals they're bringing messages this morning Mm -hmm. I had a grass hopper on my windshield it was a huge beautiful grasshopper I'm like I meant to look it up that was a reminder thanks spirit because Elvis and I were just like whoa look at him he's amazing Mm -hmm. um before it's all also I feel of getting out into nature yeah taking a bit more walks sitting by the window maybe having your tea or coffee outside Mm -hmm. um just incorporating more times with that if you notice yes. the same bird coming to sing to you every morning, things like that, talk to the animal, um, ask the animal to reveal to you um, anything that you need. I, I feel, you know, those, the animal spirit guides are here. Like, yeah, maybe spend some extra time with your pets. Um, maybe even get a pet. If you've been thinking about getting a pet, this is a sign. Whoever's listening, get yeah. your pet. Yes, it's going to help. And just watch animals in nature. Like we're coming up on the autumnal equinox. And so just watch how they're moving and how they're being and take in some of that wisdom as, you know, how can it be a more easeful transition for you and your body as well? 
Yeah, love that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, okay, you guys can find me on Instagram at Parks Holistic Health. Um, you can email me, parksholistichealth at gmail.com. Um, please sign up for the newsletter. It's beautiful, 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 beautiful and amazing. And if you're interested in contributing to the newsletter, please reach out. Um, the newsletter is all about community and building that up. Um and yeah, that's, that's what I got going on. Lovely. And you can find me um, at JD Ingles on Instagram. You can practice yoga with me on YouTube, Women's Yoga with JD. Um, I am still intentioning to add classes at some point uh, when the time is right. So um, there are a few series up already. Um, a few asana series, a breathwork series, um, intro to meditation. So that is there for you. And if you have any specific requests on practices or things that you'd like to work on, please email me jdingles at gmail.com. Um, that is really what gives me the motivation, like lights the fire under me is when somebody like has a need that they want and I can help fill that. So, um, you would be helping me out if you have a request. Um, and yeah, have a beautiful full moon. It's so nice to be back here in community yes. with Tony and with you all. Oh. And we'll see you again on the new moon. Mwah. Mwah.